I'm Chloe Potter, and this is Vision Vibes, the podcast that hopes to give you inspiration and tools to live a more satisfying life. This story was originally broadcast on television as part of the interview series Direct Talk. If you enjoy listening, you can head to the NHK World website to watch. You'll find interviews with people from all walks of life. I've always said that if I was ever lucky enough to be granted three genie wishes, then right at the top of the list would be the ability to speak every language in the world. I would love more than anything to be able to fluently communicate with everyone I meet, no matter our background, no matter our nationality, no matter our language. What a joy. What an education that would be. According to one theory, we all have a language compartment in our brains. Some of us are lucky enough to be born with a box that can retain multiple languages. Others only have the capacity for one additional language. I'm not sure I even have that. I'm always so impressed by my polyglot friends. Some of them speak more than five different languages. What an incredible skill. What a gift. As a Londoner living in Japan, I try every week to progress my rudimentary Japanese. I can say hello, order in a cafe, I can direct a taxi, but anything more complex than that, and I'm generally still pretty stumped. It's such an obstacle in the way of leaning into this wonderful country and the enriching experience of living here. Today's interviewee, Yaroslav Kuchilowski, runs a company that claims to offer us the most accurate translator in the world. Their website allows you to translate text in one language directly into another with just one click. It's particularly popular in Japan. Let's find out why. Here's narrator Stuart Varnamatkin. I'll meet you on the other side. Artificial intelligence translation is transforming communication. Launched in 2017, the DeepL machine translation system currently supports 29 languages and provides highly accurate translations for even subtle nuances. It has been used by more than 1 billion people and has raised the industry standards for machine translation even higher than the tech giants. The CEO, Dr. Yaroslav Kuchilovsky, has developed the product as the technical director ever since the startup phase. How can AI translation help to solve the issues of modern society? Being at the forefront of the industry, what kind of future does Kuchilovsky envision? I think there's a lot of problems in this world which stem from the fact that we do not understand each other, that we are that we do not understand each other's culture, that, um, that we have just not grown up in the same places. While I'm pretty sure that not all of those problems can be solved if we're speaking the same language, I think if we can at least communicate in a way that we can exchange ideas and make us understand uh, each other, um, then this goes pretty far in, in solving a lot of those problems. Cologne, Germany. The DeepL headquarters is here, a very long way from Silicon Valley. The company employs about 300 people, including programmers, marketers and experts handling multiple languages. I'm a native speaker of Spanish. Uh, my first mother uh, foreign language was English, then French. 
German. And then I started learning, learning Polish, uh, Portuguese, a bit of Italian, a bit of Greek. So I try to, you know, uh, move around all these languages. And I'm always very curious to learn languages from different language families, uh, different alphabets and very exotic ones. Mm -hmm. While AI translation can handle a variety of different fields, DeepL provides highly accurate translation systems by specializing in text translation. How exactly does it work? Essentially, you can think of any neural network a little bit as of a human's brain. And at the beginning, this brain is, is, is pretty much untrained. It doesn't know what to do. It's the same as with our small children who come to this world and can't speak, can't do basically anything. And then we train this neural network and we train it by showing a lot of examples of how translations could be done. As the neural network sees more and more translations, it learns to how to do this. Every time it does the translations in a, in a good way, um, we're giving the neural network or the AI like positive feedback. And out of that, this, this huge mathematical machinery uh, learns how to translate and, um, and, and become better and better at that. And that is just common and, and works for, for any language. So I think actually if we had a language of an alien uh, race, that could be also something that we could be able to train the AI to do if we had a proper set of translations to, to, to teach it to the AI, and that's probably not, not there. DeepL is chosen by more than one billion people because of the high accuracy of its translations. What's the secret behind that accuracy? What is very important with, um, with that is the design of how this, how this artificial brain is, um, is connected uh, together, how, how those connections are made and therefore how the text is processed through the AI. And, and this is like what our researchers are working on daily and making sure that the processing is efficient and that uh, therefore the AI can understand what the text is. And this is playing the most important role in how the quality advances are, are generated. So humans' role in advancing that is, is, is very large one, yes. The wide range of use cases include the legal industry, where large amounts of text need to be translated, business applications such as cross-border e-commerce product introductions, and public agencies such as the United Nations. As one example, the German national railway company Deutsche Bahn has created an internal translation platform using DeepL. The company's 320,000 multinational employees around the world are now able to communicate effectively. The most emotional comments come actually from users who use it for their personal life. For example, communicate with their family in a, in a foreign country. Previously, there were instances where we just thought, oh, we won't write that email uh, because it's just so cumbersome or we just purely can't. And, and now you, you can just do that. So, so I think in general, probably the, the amount of communication has, um, has increased, but also the quality. And therefore, uh, the chances that, uh, that your partner whom you're, whom you're talking to um, is going to understand you, that's definitely a good thing, I'd say. If AI learns and evolves, it could perhaps do anything. What does Kuchilovsky think? 
the quality and accuracy of translations done by AI has been increasing over the last uh, years, definitely. And this is going to continue. There's different use cases. And for example, I think for conversations, um, the AI will be becoming much better and better. I think when it comes to poetry and, and art in general, a translation is not just a translation. It's, it's also art um, by itself. Um, so I'm not sure whether it really makes that much sense to apply AI uh, there. We want to see a human doing that. So I think there, there's probably not going to be even that much focus uh, on the topic as we don't think that we'll be able to help uh, people with that. Will AI take away translators' jobs? I think DeepL is usually applied in different use cases and in those use cases where you wouldn't ask a translator uh, for help. All of those situations where you'd like maybe to read a newspaper or you'd like to quickly write that, that email, um, but asking a translator is obviously not feasible for that because it takes just too much time and it's maybe too expensive. And on the other hand, it's transforming a translator's life. And we have many, many customers who are uh, professional translators and their work is just so much more efficient. So it's a lot of uh, human and machine interaction there to, to get the, to the best result most quickly. How does he feel about their small startup achieving more than the tech giants? I'm proud. I think this is a very good example on how actually competition in the markets brings a specific field really forward and therefore helps people. So I'm happy about the competition that we have, but I'm also happy about the fact that we are out there in this world and, and, and can, uh, can advance this, this, this field so much. Jaroslav Kuchilowski was born in Poland in 1983. He grew up under the influence of his father, a professor of computer science. I was first coding at, I think I was 10, um, and therefore pretty quickly came uh, to the conclusion that I want to build things that, that actually affect our lives somehow and, 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 and which, uh, which, which make a difference. Being placed in a multilingual environment also helped to guide his career. The point in time where I was struggling most when my parents came to Germany and I didn't speak any German at all and I went to school. So I had to figure that out on my own and we humans can do that and especially if we're children we can do that. This general understanding of what those problems are and how you learn languages and how important that is has also influenced me and that it was implicit uh, reason why, why we started working on, uh, on, on, on machine translation. After earning his doctorate in computer science from Paderborn University, Germany, he joined DeepL's predecessor, the translation website operator, as the technical director in 2012. The first version of DeepL was developed in 2016 and released the following year. Around 2017, uh, the, the neural ne network revolution coming in and, and changing how AI can, um, can impact this, this world and, and therefore it was a combination of the possibility of doing there but also seeing the necessity. As soon as DeepL was launched it made headlines worldwide for raising the industry standards for translation accuracy. However its early days were filled with difficulties. I think we've just put a lot of 
mathematical work into what needed to be done and then also making sure that like DeepL is used by millions of people all around the world. So we had to build up the data centers. This is quite a large logistical problem. We had to employ lots of people who helped us assessing the quality of our translations all around the world. Uh, so finding them, uh, finding ways of working together with them uh, was quite a challenging task. They overcame the difficulties one by one and increased the number of languages supported. Among them, it was Japanese that broke through a major language barrier. I've never seen such a large actually need for translation uh, until coming to Japan, uh, to be honest. There's actually uh, countries where it's very, very hard to communicate uh, in the set of languages that I know. Um. DeepL was eager to meet the huge demand in Japan for a reliable translation tool, but it had to face a particular problem. We had to help with a Japanese language. It is that words aren't separated by white space, which is common for Western languages and which uh, a lot of our systems have based on at the beginning. And then we had to rework that and, and, and correct that to, uh, to accommodate for, for the Japanese language and kind of makes it necessary for us to work in a slightly different way with, with, with the text. Overcoming such problems, the company began providing highly accurate translations and became very popular. Japan now uses the DeepL service more than any other country. When people say that uh, now they're, they're happy to communicate and able to communicate, that, uh, that warm our hearts uh, at the end. And we are, we are hearing a lot of those stories and every time we hear those, um, we are very happy about them. As AI translation continues to evolve, will it become unnecessary for children to learn foreign languages as they grow up? I don't think so. Um, I actually think that learning languages gives, uh, is, is, is a great tool um, to train our minds. Um, and it is the same as with learning maths at school uh, or learning calculation, um, even though there's perfect tools out there uh, which can uh, offload the task of us, it's very, very important that we do that. I have two children and I'm uh, very happy that they're learning foreign languages and, and with every advancement they make, um, I'm, I'm proud of them. Does he think the overwhelming dominance of the English language will also change? I don't actually have a good answer for this question, to be honest. I don't know. Uh, it, it might be that, um, uh, that through tools like DeepL, the importance of, uh, of understanding another language will be less. So then maybe more communication can go directly between Japanese and German, for example, without uh, us speaking English as the intermediary language. But then on the other hand, if everybody is focusing more on English um, just as this kind of language and the tools are also great for translating into English, I, I think it's, it's going to be hard to, um, to, to actually change that, that dominant language because it's been now so established for so many years. Through AI translation, Kuchilovsky confronts the communication challenges faced by the human race. In its own way, DeepL is also trying to confront a challenge the whole world faces today, 
war. We have fast tracked the development of our Ukrainian language and have released this uh, some weeks ago only in order to make people understand each other better here in Europe now in this situation of, of crisis. Um, so I hope with that uh, at least we are contributing a little bit to, uh, to help people deal with, with the war. I do not think that uh, nationalism will get us anywhere as humanity and I think uh, and I am looking at this with, uh, with growing anxiousness um, actually and hope that the world and, 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 and us people will um, kind of get over this, this phase. What is the motto he has never wavered from? So this is our motto, it's breaking down language barriers. We are focused on, on making sure that everybody can communicate and that's like, that's like breaking down language barriers. It just says everything. Just picture a world without any language barriers. The possibilities, the relationships, both personal and political, and the deeper understanding between different cultures. If the advances made by Deep LAI are anything to go by, it seems human ingenuity is going to make this a reality my genie wish come true. In the meantime, I promise I will continue to plug away at my Japanese lessons, because Yaroslav is right about that too. The act of learning a language is an enriching process. I do feel I've learned so much about Japan by studying the language. It's not just the words and their meanings, it's the underlying implication that often teaches me something about the Japanese perspective. I love, for example, how the verb to own is the same as the verb to hold. How wise to think of every object you buy or acquire as something that adds to the weight you have to hold in your arms. A wonderful reminder of what really matters and to travel lightly through life. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening. You can find the transcript as well as our other stories on the NHK World website. I'm Chloe Potter. Join us next time for more mind-expanding insights from inspiring people on Vision Vibes.